Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us on Facebook or our website, www.ivypod.com, or emails and all that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Clayton, how are you? I'm good, John. How are you? So, I'm good. So I just listened to your intro, and 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 I heard you say www dot, and and I always say that too because maybe we're old school, but I was listening to the Nerdist podcast this past week, and Chris Hardwick, the host, was making fun of people for saying www dot x whatever <laughs> website dot com. So you is don't there have an... to type that in anymore? <laughs> I did. Did you know that? I I thought. Well, um, I knew that, but I always still say it. Yeah, I well, I thought that that was actually a separate thing with the web. Like I didn't think that was the same website. I guess I'm kind of clueless on that one. I don't. I should I should know that, but right. I think I'm still. Well, you're supposed to be kind of nerdy, but when it comes to interneting, we're we're behind the times, maybe. Ah, getting old. <laughs> yeah, I am enjoying that podcast, though, by the way. Um, but that's the Nerdist? Yeah. I don't think I've checked that out yet. Yeah, it's a good one, man. They have some bad right. jokes sometimes that they, uh, almost childlike sometimes, where they, they uh, laugh and uh, seem to just carry on a little too long with a bad joke. Like, they know yeah. it's bad, but they just can't help themselves. They just go with yeah, it. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good one. But, hey, so we should probably introduce our, our topics for this week. And Sure, yeah, this is our show for We Are Back from a Little Hiatus. Yes, that was our New Year's break. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Of course, that's exactly what that mm-hmm. was. And uh, we're, this is our show for the 26th of January, 2011. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We, we, uh... Well, what are we going to call this? I, I say we call this episode The Birds and the Bees, and maybe we could introduce – and I don't think we should – I don't want to give away too much early on, but I can say we were sleeping with the enemy this weekend. Yes. <laughs> yes, we were. We did. It went on a little road trip, and uh, yeah. Well, what? there's nothing to give away. We can talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about that, but the other more, you know – racy topics we can say for later you know the birds and the bees <laughs> okay i agree okay let's keep let's keep people hanging mm-hmm. that sounds like a good idea <laughs> we what did we do we went we went to a brewery it's my first trip ever to a brewery we went to the same here new glaris brewery in uh new glaris wisconsin awesome which was awesome mm-hmm. we had that like childlike mr rogers moment where you see the I don't know the the factory line, the assembly line thing, where where you see that the machines running and stuff like that. Even though they weren't really running when we were there, some of them were, but it was awesome. Just what? and not only that, but uh, I we both had mentioned when we were talking about this before that we both had like a very similar feeling, like at the place where we felt like like we were in Willy Wonka. Yeah, or like something. they were going to take us into a room where there's a beer river, and that yeah. we could drink as much as we wanted and swim and frolic about (laughs) yeah and we entered into the area with like all these kegs and boxes right and it was cold oh it was was magnificent Mm -hmm. yeah and and they even like the the president of the company came down and addressed us and uh you know she was awesome yeah we felt like we had like this intimate bond with the with the brewery um really cool like and, and the host was an actual Kind of like I would say, kind of. He was a brewmaster. He's a brewmaster. Like he makes beer. Like and then you know if he he's doing his job well, they come out with seasonal brews and stuff that sometimes become you know year round brews or blah blah. You know, like he he was a really neat guy, and uh, I mean he was so into the topic that like sometimes you just you just talking over your head, but you just had to like 
try and pay attention and just pick out as much as you could. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a great time. I would recommend it to anybody who's never been to a brewery or even if you've been to a brewery, it's such a awesome place. So clean. I ne- I couldn't believe it was so darn clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just it was like brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, check it out, Nuclearis, Wisconsin. Yeah, beautiful town and uh it, it really had that like Christmas uh you know, the villages that people set up in, around Christmas time with the little figurines and stuff. I pictured that community from, like, the hilltop where we were at the brewery and the view. I pictured that as, like, the Christmas scene. So it was neat. I, I thought it was it was awesome. It was just a well-rounded day. And then we went skiing, so, and got all sore. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit hurt. That's I was, yeah, I'm kind of stiff. I was wondering, I thought I might be dead tired to do this podcast tonight but uh hanging in yeah there. i'm doing all right i actually i'm glad I, I didn't overdo it i mean i'm sore but i slept probably what eight and eight and a half nine hours last night so i'm actually yeah pretty well rested and to support me during this podcast i am enjoying a spotted cow are you mate. see i'm i'm enjoying yeah. my um it's the honey beer the honey the log cap or the link wasn't that the log cabin or yeah something yeah like that? the ca- or cabin fever Kevin, it's something I like can't that. Remember. Either way, it's a honey beer, and it's it's got a nice little sweet finish and some beautiful color to it. It's light. <laughs> it'd be good one, uh, like if you if you have someone that's not really a big into darker beers, it'd be a good one to share. Someone maybe who has a sweeter tongue. Um, I know Stephanie liked it. Yep, I like that one too a lot. It's very tasty, and we we found they 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 shared one of the beers with us that. Uh, we were like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to try that one because it was the most probably unique um, tasting. And not in a weird way. It was like normal beer except for it had that really weird like beginning, like first uh, taste. And then the finish was, was something about it was like, man, I think I want another sip of that one. And then we go down to the where you could buy the beer, the shop, and it was eight bucks a bottle for a, what, a, a was it a pint? Yeah, it was eight or nine bucks. It was $88 so. for a 12-pack. So we uh, decided not to buy it. <laughs> and you could buy it in, in individual bottles. Right. And it was good, but it wasn't that good. No. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's funny, uh, speaking of our trip, though, you mentioned uh, birds and the bees and that and sleeping with the enemy, and that's that's exactly what we did this, this weekend, the weekend of the NFC Championship Bears versus Packers. Mm-hmm. We were there. I was just going to skip right over that, gloss over that part. <laughs> oh, you you don't want to talk about no, that game. No, I don't blame no, you. No, we could talk about it. I was just kidding. Uh yeah, it was it oh. was disappointing in 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 a lot of ways, but then again, like the fact that that they didn't get blown out and and if you told me, you know, <clears throat> earlier today that Cutler's going to get hurt in the second quarter and he's not going to come out in the third, guess the final score. I wouldn't have said 21-14. Um, no, it, it, what I don't understand about the, and you know, I've, I, I had this thought earlier in the season and today's game just reinforced that thought. What two things, number one, why is Todd Collins, uh, the second string QB and number two, why is Todd Collins on the bears right. well, on, in general? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're listening to the pregame show and they're talking about how Des Clark is on the roster and how he, or he's, he's on the active roster today because he was inactive for most games this season. Right. And how he's a big contributor on uh, special teams and he's a good blocking tight end and all this and that. Um, yeah. And, and I remember what did he, he played in the Carolina game, like you know, week six or whatever it was. And he sucked bad against a horrible team. I mean, they, they could have cut him right then. There was no reason for them to carry three quarterbacks most of the time. Granted, they needed three quarterbacks today, but he I mean, literally probably the, the, I was going to say the worst quarterback I've seen on the Bears, but we've seen lots of bad quarterbacks. No, he was he just looks point completely he useless. He sucks bad. Like he threw two passes and they're both should have could have been interceptions and they were both dropped. He threw them right into the ground. He threw them at the feet of the receiver. They weren't hard routes. They were like 8-yard outs. Crossed patterns. Right. 8 yards. He, he couldn't he looked frazzled. His his feet he was wearing concrete blocks for shoes. Oh. And he just he just I don't know. Seeing him there with his his white turtleneck. He just doesn't look like he's 
yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Something they like. He's just he just stinks. Yeah. Let's just keep it. And, in and that. he's bad. Let's not try as Bears fans because I said it when it happened. I was like, that Cutler, he's being a total wuss. Why isn't he out there? I see him walking on the sidelines. That obviously means he can play. I don't want to get into them. You know, I, I don't think that actually. I, I sort of backed myself off of it. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. He actually. And he quote me now. And this is Sunday night, ten and ten after ten. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he really did hurt his knee. And we'll find out probably tomorrow or Tuesday. And if he goes under the knife and has surgery, all you, you know, meathead Bears fans that are calling him a wuss, can back off. Because if he really blew his knee out, you you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know whether I want to call him call him out or not. Just because I know he ain't going anywhere, so I don't want to. You know what I mean? I don't want to make him. I don't want him. To, I don't want him to be hated by the fans. Right. You know what I mean? No, even, if he, even if he is a pussy, I don't. I don't want to throw him under the because he's here. I mean, they're they're committed to this guy. So uh, I don't know about him though. I, I don't. I just. I, I I just can't see face, but <laughs> yeah, I just can't see him purposely doing that. No, he just, he's only missed doesn't seem like game the... in his NFL career. He's not he's not a, a a guy who would just sit out, even though it looks like he, he's got that face. He's got jerk face. <laughs> he just looks like an a hole. But like, <clears throat> I don't think he. I think you he. Just because he looks like that doesn't mean that's you know he's like uh, you know oh this game's pretty tough I, I don't want to play anymore I mean I think that's insane I don't I don't think he no, I can't see him doing no that. way no way and everybody out there who's throwing him under the bus and beating what Maurice Jones drew tweeting that he's a he quit on his team or whatever forget right. that that's just a bunch of bullocks as they say Oops, yeah it's... but uh, hopefully hopefully they take this and get rid of Collins because that yeah, I they, will throw him under the bus and or the coaching staff or even making him second string. I, I don't understand. If anything, we found a backup quarterback, right? Yeah, he did a heck of a job. I think I felt like at some point what happened there at the very end was going to happen, yeah. but he made a good run at well, it. Well, yeah, he, he gave a good try. I mean, considering the guys only played in like what five games or something like that, they said. I, don't know, I mean, he. I mean, his experience is super limited. He was a, a free agent out of college. Uh, Colorado State, you know, I liked him, and everybody was uh, in love with him in the preseason a couple of years ago. This was his third season, I believe. So. Right, I remember that. I mean, like he'd come in against the third stringers, yeah, and just and whip up. just like, hey, 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 slow your roll, people. He's, <laughs> it's the preseason, and you, and that happens all the time. But yeah, um, right. I mean, this was the national champ or national, uh, uh, whatever you call it, the NFC Championship game, and. I don't know. It it was frustrating to watch, but then again, I, I, they they were way better this season than I gave them credit for most of the time. So, I yeah, I think as a Bears fan, if you if you hung in there and watched all their games, you had to. You can't be completely surprised that this happened. Oh, um, and he. I mean, I, and I believe he really was hurt. Obviously, so. Right, but I mean, just as the Bears going down and losing in general, I mean. What Bears fan really thought that they were even going to make it this far after some of those games we saw this year, like the Giants game, mm-hmm. the Washington game, where they just were horrible. Seahawks game earlier in the season. Oh, yeah. They were all before the bye, but, um, well, the, when the Patriots came in here and just made them look foolish. And that's a Patriots team that everybody thought was so great, but really their defense was awful. Um Right. And awful all year long, and 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 I what I believe to be a weak AFC this year. I, I think everybody's always saying how the AFC is kind of like the American League in baseball, but I'm not buying that. That's a bunch of bullocks. I'll use that. Uh, speaking speaking of that Patriots game, though, uh, for we've mentioned his podcast before. Uh, if you listen to Bill Burr, oh. that that was a pretty funny podcast. The one right after the loss, uh, he he carried on, and I was great. I, I it was great because he just loves the Patriots mm-hmm. and he hates the Jets, mm-hmm. and he had to suck it up and and you know and and just basically suck it up that his team lost to the team he hates, and, and, and it's it's hilarious. He's like they fin- they looked great, everybody got really excited, but in the end they weren't that good. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing with the Bears. Like they were pretty good. They had a favorable schedule. Uh, the injury bug didn't bite them. Uh, I just personally, though, I mean, they were the Bears were just so lucky this yeah, season yeah, on but, so many levels. Right. 
No, like, yeah, with the injuries and the scheduling. And the way the teams they'd play, like, you know. Yeah. The QBs would just drop drop out <laughs> right before they played the Bears and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I mean, one thing, there, the one game that I'll say, like, I think that kind of gave us a good opinion of where the Bears stood in relation to the rest of the NFL was the Jets game, where yeah. that that yeah. game was awesome. And, and they – the, the Jets are good, and the Bears just ran up the score on them, and that was that was a, a hell of a game. And and if you saw the way that the Steelers just sort of just jumped right on top of them, that's kind of what the Bears did. And I would say that the, the Bears are pretty close to being a dominant team. They're, they're I would say they're Clayton. a cornerback. We got food. We good? Yep, I tried to catch you there. Sorry. Oh, that's right. As you so, were saying. Yeah, I was just going to say, next year you watch. I think the Bears are, are maybe a cornerback away and a couple linemen, offensive linemen, from maybe being right back to where they were this season. That's a, that's the thing, too. Like, after that 06 season um, or 05 season, um, was it 06? It was the 06 season, right, that they went to the Super Bowl? Or is it the 06 Super Bowl? Oh, man, we're getting old. I can't remember. Do you know? It seems like it's been longer than that. I thought it's been almost six years. So I guess that's about right. Five or six. It was what? the... Oh, it was the 06 season. Oh, man. Whatever. Um, I think they're I think they're close to... You know, there are a couple personnel moves away from really being good, I think. Or, you know, I think they, you know, could be back next year. You never know. The way the NFL works in the parody, like, teams just drop off, you know, for no no reason. A lot of the same guys, and all of a sudden, they just darn as good. 07. So the 06, 07 season. Okay. That was the 2007 Super Bowl, which Correct. was... Correct. Okay. <clears throat> That's what I... Good I have confirmed it. Good. Um, com. Right. <laughs> That's literally what I found it on. Nice. Mistupid.com. That's a cool website. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. I, you, know, you give them a big receiver, um, a little help in the secondary and the offensive line, uh, and just another year of experience for the young guys that were on the offensive line. Um, I, you, know, you never know. They they seem to have the pieces in place. I mean, with Erlacher, he's aging, so, I mean, he doesn't get a lot of, a lot of tread left on the tires, but... Um, yeah, he's still awesome though. That that thing to me, to me that was one of the biggest things this season versus previous seasons because last year he was gone all mm, season. Yeah, that, as soon as that happened last year to him, I was like, oh no. Yeah, when he came no, back that, this that, season, I think that made a huge difference on their te- their defense. And you know what? That probably I mean, obviously, if you sit out a year, you could make the just generalize well obviously he's going to be able to play one more year but i mean i kind of believe that that gave him his legs back like he 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 was having all those neck problems and everything too remember that neck yeah and, back and he was catching a lot of problems from the from the press and i'm sure that was getting to him and i'm i think that you know the way things worked out people had to realize just how important he was to the defense mm-hmm. just well, when he, he was his he's spectacular so yeah. yeah, maybe we should get into our topics. Yeah, let's not dwell on the Bears losing. And you know what? This I'm going to declare this too, and people can beat me up for it if they want. But I'm actually probably going to root for the Packers. Um, I'm not going to. I can't handle. I'm not going to root for the Steelers. There's no way. And if I had to pick a team, it, it, <clears throat> I'll try to do, say this quickly, I guess. But I, I, I kind of had this thing with the NFC North this year that they represented. Like they, it was a good division, and it didn't get a lot of respect. And if you go back and you look. We might have talked about this before. But they did pretty well. The, I mean, even the, right down to the Lions and, and, and the Vikings beating up the Eagles in last week. And um, it was a good division. And and I can't root for Ben Roethlisberger. And That's kind of my thing, too. I don't. That I, guy's a total jag. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm in agreement there. I, I have a real hard time, especially after that, you know, losing and, to the pack. I have a hard time rooting for him, but I don't want the Steelers to win. And so. I like Mendenhall, and I like their head coach, and I like their whole approach. I like, you know what I mean? I, they're a tough team, and they they show up every year, but that guy is such a, a I don't know. He, I don't like him. So, 
you know, I just can't do it. And here's the beauty of it. Oh, yeah, I hope the pack win. And if they lose, it's like, ah, all right. <laughs> they lost. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like the White Sox won the World Series. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm rooting for the Sox. Oh, what happens if they lose? Oh, oh, too bad for you guys. Well, I'm just <laughs> a little smirk on my face. And they can always throw it back at me. Like, at least we got there. I was like, yeah, you got me on that one. Still sucks to lose, doesn't it? Sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, no matter how you spin it, you still got there, and you know, team I root for didn't, whatever. But and you'll never catch me going around saying like, "Oh, we lost." I always try not to do that. Like the the whole "we" thing. Oh man, if we would have had a running game today, uh, you just sound like an idiot when you talk like that. But... Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Not if try not to. You know, if you talk like that, more power to you. You really identify with the team, but. Ugh. <laughs> I just think it makes you sound goofy. <laughs> You've already said it. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It's um, done. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, one of our buddies was telling me that I, when we make statements that we should be more definitive and we shouldn't waffle as much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, probably true. Say it. Say it. Don't, don't, don't go, but I, I'm not entirely sure or I think. Or... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just say it. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Who cares? No one's listening anyway. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did get some feedback that our break was good because some people caught up on our episodes. Mm. So gave people a chance to catch up on all our the past six, one. Sixteen or fifteen episodes. Yeah, I got I got some positive you know, some people just said like um it seems like we're getting a little more fluid, I guess, but uh I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh so Let's break into our, our next one. So we were going to call this episode The Birds and the Bees. Um, and unfortunately, we're not going to talk about sex. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. Oh. I, yeah, you're getting all excited for this these topic. But um, no, I, 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 we were doing a little bit of homework and just looking at some of the stuff that was going on right after the new year. Um, and we came across a few stories. One one of them was uncovered by, you want to do the B one first? Let's do the B one first. Um, I like the B one. I do too. Um, and everybody I'm sure heard of the WikiLeaks uh, scandal. And one of the things that I think kind of got left in the dust of the whole story because of all the geopolitical stuff that was talked about and like the Hillary Clinton and all that jazz. Um, and they, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with this story up until, when, when we talked about it, but the colony collapse among honeybees, right. um, po- pollinators, um, they actually found the EPA has sort of been covering up what the what science has shown to be the reason that these entire colonies and hives of bees are just disappearing or dying off. And it, it, like it came out, it was released in the WikiLeaks uh, leaks. And, and it, no one really ever talked about it too much, but I came across it on the Huffington Post website. And I, it, it's sort of scary because if you talk to a lot of agriculture people and, and people who own, um, if you're into um, like an apple farm or whatever, uh, what do they call those? An or- orchards and, you know, strawberries and anything like that would, that might require a pollinator like a honeybee. Um, that scares the crap out of those people because if, if – we don't have honeybees. We might have problems growing certain fruits and vegetables and, and other agricultural uh, type stuff. So I find it. I find this story was so interesting just because I, I swear we've been hearing about this for at least five to six years. How mm-hmm. there's been this mysterious uh, issues with just the bees dying off and nobody mm-hmm. knows why, and everybody's trying to come up with these theories as to why is it something to do with the magnetic. Right. Uh, fields in the uh, atmosphere of the earth. Cell phones. It's, cell phones, yeah. Is there something going on that's causing this? And nobody really knew, and it just seemed like a lot of fluff, and here we go. We've actually got some answers. Right. It was, and, and this is... And is, to make it worse, we find out they've shoved it under, under the rug. So, hey, pretty much. Hey. It's the company that makes this. This It's an insecticide seed treatment. Um, it's clothianidin. I don't know how to, I think that sounds right. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a neonicotinoid nic, nicotinoid insecticide, a seed treatment. And basically I don't understand exactly how it works, but it's what happened. What ends up happening is that the bees get it and then they take it back to the hive and it kills them all. But the EPA had, had said that they should do further studies on this particular seed treatment 
um, produced by Bayer, which makes aspirin. Right. right. So okay. big company, a lot of lot of money involved. Right, and Bayer's a huge company, and they make a a ton of stuff, a ton of chemicals, a ton. Yeah, not, not just, just not just aspirin. Because they they stopped making money on aspirin whenever their patent wore off. I'm assuming, you know, fifty or sixty years ago or a hundred years ago, and you know, however, because that stuff's been around forever. But that's probably where they got their start. I'm I'm guessing. I don't really know, but. It, they they said, well, we should look at this. We should look into this a little more. But we're going to give you a, um, a, a what a, a tentative a, ability to start selling it, or a, a, like an in, what do they call? I, I can't. I should just probably pull the article up. But um, well, they 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 wanted uh, this to be studied, and they evaluated the wrong crops or something with the wrong controls. So basically, right. it was a complete bogus study. Right on this uh, chemical, mm-hmm. and uh, the EPA knew about it, and it got pretty much just Condition- not talked about. A conditional and- registration by the EPA, and that was back in two thousand four. So, I mean, this this it's not like people don't know about this chemical either. I mean, there's other countries. The the article talks about multiple comp- countries in Europe that have already know that it's bad and they've banned it. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, it, it's it's money talks though. They say here what two hundred and sixty-two million dollar. To this thing is what is it? It's used on corn, canola, soy, sugar, beets, sunflowers, and wheat. Which corn and wheat uh, probably make up like, like what eighty, eighty percent or maybe not too much because soybeans are really big too. But in the United States, if if every field that grew corn was treated with this particular thing, imagine how many populations of, um, and, and not not necessarily when. For bees, I assume that there's the naturally occurring one, and then there's the ones that there's colonies that are owned by beekeepers. You know what I right. mean? Right, and, and just like, the beekeepers will take their bees out to a strawberry field for a company or an orchard or something. Who they purposely take their bees there for this place so they can go out and pollinate their field for them. Like they pay this guy to bring his bees. If he takes them out and it's next to a cornfield, and all of a sudden he brings his bees back, takes them back to his 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 home. And all of a sudden, all his bees are dead, you know. And right. that, on an individual level, that's pretty shitty. And to go back to what you said before, uh, you said uh, something about the registration. You mm-hmm. slipped that in there. And what yeah. that was is, I mean, they, in order to use this chemical, they had to get a registration from the EPA, and and that's what I was yeah. mentioning the studies or whatever that the registration was given to them based on some a flawed scientific study. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they were given a deadline of December 2004 to complete the study, um, and then the study that they turned in, uh, they they extended that deadline until 2007. The final study that they delivered, as to quote this article, it was a complete joke. Um, yeah. the, the the methods were were questionable. The the results were questionable. Blah blah blah. But. Either way, like you said, did the you go over to Europe and they're like, we're not putting this stuff on our plants. It's killing the bees. Don't you know that's bad? <laughs> but somehow in the United States, it just sort of slipped through the cracks. And but they uh, they mention here that the pesticide is used. You know, they contribute it as part of their 262 million cash crop from last year. So it's gonna all comes down to money. Mm-hmm. Money, money, money. As money, usual. Money, money, money. So, um, and if you're looking for a good site um, to read our, read up on that, because I I found it to be really interesting, uh, just do a search for like uh, colony collapse or honeybees or something on on Huffington Post. Uh, I think we we're both finding that that website is really it's it's just got a, a wealth of information on it, and it's all um, most of it seems relevant, and you know it's not too uh, it's not like right wing or left wing or anything it's pretty well uh, unbiased and uh you know good especially the science and tech stuff that they have on here it's always really good yeah and it's worth with that it's kind of worth jumping into the other topic we wanted to talk about from that website which was the bird and fish kills that were going on too Mm -hmm. so just it all seems to be related but i don't know if this is necessarily related to the bee study but it is interesting that uh these just Birds are just falling out of the sky, and mm-hmm. fish are just turning up in clumps all over the place. Uh, 
Well, I think the big story was New Year's Day, and they talked about all the ones that were found dead in, uh, where was it, in, not Kentucky, but uh, Arkansas, right? Yes, I think so. I know, uh, actually, my first uh, exposure to this topic was SNL doing a skit about it, but uh, so I was a little out of touch with this until you brought this to my attention. Where do we got here? I'm bringing up the site. Clayton, are you there? Uh-oh. We lost him. Clayton. No! Sorry about that, John. Uh, me and my mute button had a disagreement. I thought the flashing light meant that I could talk. Yeah, I've been using my mute button frequently during this podcast well, it helps as well with the, with, the, uh, with the drinking of the brew. Yeah, the occasional uh, belch. Yes. So we were talking about all the bird and fish kills and stuff going on, and and, and uh, it, we just – I just was surprised by the story just because it seemed like it was – and not just local, like really every, I mean, if you just pay attention to the mainstream news, you probably heard about in Arkansas where there was dead birds found um, and and hundreds and or thousands of them, I guess, were there. But um, there was all these different locations. I'm going to go ahead and just plow through them. But um, th- there was dead fish and birds in Arkansas reported. Um, Louisiana had had incidences of dead fish and birds. Um, dead fish were washed up in Maryland's Chesapeake Bay. Um, let's see, dozens of birds fell from the sky in Sweden. There was massive fish kills reported in Brazil and New Zealand. Uh, England had 40,000 crab wash up onto his beaches. Um, Lake Michigan had uh, shad, uh, thousands of dead shad. Um, there was dead birds in Italy. Um, so we have all, like across the whole world and earlier this week, and this is after this story was written, um, there was 200 dead cows, uh, on a, a Wisconsin farm. Just, wow. two, just, just one like more. that. Yeah. Did, I, I tweeted that story. Did you get that? Cause we do I, Twitter now. I might have, I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was another article on the Huffington post where I, I saw it and was like, Oh, so this whole thing is just not stopping apparently. But yeah, I, I, now they say that now in the one article you sent or put on our list here, they're trying to say that this is not necessarily uncommon. At least that's what the wildlife officials are saying. Yeah. And you know what? I, I actually think I'm going to go ahead and buy into that. So let's not all get freaked out, but yeah. I just, I, Although I got, my, go what's ahead. that? No, I was just going to say my uh, my James Bond theory for this whole thing is that the governments are using satellites to test out weaponry and, you know, shooting rays down to the earth, and they're taking out animals in the process. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just like, the, what is that, Goldeneye? Is that Goldeneye? No, not Goldeneye. I've never, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the one this with is... Pierce Brosnan, big laser and the satellite. I'm not a big... Uh... I'm not a big Bond guy. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the 200 dead cows, this story was from the 18th. Um, it was in Portage, Wisconsin. That was actually kind of right up where we were. Um, Interesting. You know, uh, yeah. Kind of creepy, though. That's a lot of cows. I mean, I mean, how much is that worth? I mean, what does a head of cattle go for? Seriously. That's all. I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that I, yeah, that would be pretty I'm sure that if I was a farmer. Good Lord. Um, yeah, unfortunately, nobody's really going to care 
until it's mass human extinctions going on here. Not extinctions, but deaths. Just like a town drops dead. Yeah. Then people will be like, maybe we should look into this. Yeah, they thought maybe it was uh, pneumonia that got these cows. I heard one of the one of the articles I read said that the they thought maybe the the birds that were died in Sweden were it was from indigestion. <laughs> I, when I heard that, I just thought it was funny. I was like, I, I don't even know if that's if they're joking or. But it really doesn't it, seem that hard to believe, though. If maybe the reason was something to do with all of our air, all the different um, wavelengths we've got pumping through the skies with our cell phones and stuff. I know people joke about that, but uh, I would believe by it. Oh, I'm sorry. I would buy into that. But uh, again, there's a lot of money there. So I don't think we're going to find out if that was the reason. Yeah. Well, I think they have an up. They got an update on this story. I don't know. I don't think they, 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 they're still leaning towards pneumonia. Okay. I don't know, man. I, I, it's just so I don't crazy. believe it. Yeah, I don't want it. It's a cover-up. It is. It's got to be. It's the New World Order coming to take That's it. That's right. They, the they Illuminati. Want, yeah, they didn't want these 200 cattle to be eaten. Mm, I don't know. I guess that's about it for our main topics. Yeah. Oh, there's, a, there's another post on that site that says that this one particular cattle feeder in Wisconsin wrote that he lost 10 cattle out of 100 head a year ago in three days and the cause was microtoxins or mold in the food um, so maybe it was maybe John it was the stuff that they came and picked up from the brewery that killed them that guy remember we went to the brewery and that, that slop was, was on the conveyor coming out of the uh, the old brewery Oh, yeah, the used-up hops or whatever. Yeah, the hops and uh, malts and all that. Maybe it was that. They just got so drunk they just I don't know. passed out. No, I don't know if they'd be no. drunk. No, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe it was, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> It'd be a more interesting story. But... Mm-hmm. Well, we could have done some hardcore journalism if I made that. If I made that connection, we could have grabbed a sample and sent it out to a, a, micro, a microbiology lab and seen if there was any kind of... No, I'm afraid they seem like they had their act together. Up there. Yeah, you're right. They did. So, so uh, well, I say let's move on. So that's the birds and the bees, um, or the bees and the birds. Um, now, now, since I mean this, that's all kind of national topics. And since right. this is the Illinois Valley podcast, we ought to mention something Illinois Valley related. Do we have anything? We do have one thing. Right. It was the uh, it's it's cool because we we had been we had talked to the Dreamwave people back when we sort of started this and we said we were going to do a Dreamwave wrestling show. Right. We we're going to try to get it get out there from one of their events and at least talk about it uh, heavily right. on one of our episodes. And so now they're actually doing their own podcast. Right. Yes. If actually if you're friends with the Dreamwave wrestling on Facebook, you have direct linkage to their podcast. They've they've synced them up directly which i need to find out how we can do that because i haven't looked into it but yeah if you are friends with them you can click right on their facebook page and listen directly to their podcast or go to their website like i believe it's streamwavewrestling.com mm-hmm. i think so I, i'm not positive on that but if not you... sure what they're doing on their podcast but hey if you're interested in their shows i'm sure it's got some good stuff in it so check it out Another Illinois Valley thing. Yeah, another grassroots movement. Uh, Darn just like right. The roller, the roller derby who's actually going strong, it seems like. so. Yeah, they just did something down in Peoria, I think. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Although I was a little curious. I wanted to find out more information because I could have swore I saw that they were looking for a new place to actually compete in. So I wonder if they're not doing the roller skating I, I place anymore. I think they're anymore. still practicing here. I just don't think they're scared. That, I think they're that place you know once you put all the skaters and teams in there i'm not sure if there's a lot of room for for people to watch yeah they need to do it in like a high school gym or something yeah yeah and 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 that could get a little touchy depending on the the flooring and i don't know how much i don't think they'd really damage it too much but i think that just the those places are probably reluctant to have such an event i don't really know do you remember do you remember roller skating at peru washington yeah oh if you lost controls you went flying right into the chairs 
Mm-hmm. I remember seeing some people go into those chairs. That's yeah. Not, there was that a young lady pretty. that shattered her ankle, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They probably. I don't know if they continued to do that. No, I think they did actually, because I know my niece mentioned something. I, I just because because we were uh, well, I I rollerbladed then, and then they gave me those roller skates, and I was like, why would anybody put these on their feet when? <laughs> it's like I don't know. To me, oh, it was, I couldn't. Yeah, I had a hard time with them. Too. Yeah, Same I was like, deal. "This is stupid. These things are dumb." <laughs> I, I mean, I'm no kidding. Like, I don't know. Oh, so I don't know. I either way, uh, I just it didn't make any sense to me why you would ever want to put those on. But who am I, right? Um, so that's yeah. our Illinois Valley connection for the week. That's about all we got, unfortunately. So sorry, yeah, everybody. Who anybody knows about any local? Uh, colonies of bees that have collapsed or, or animal kills that are going on if you got if you got inside if you yeah, if you yeah. got the inside word with our local bee community let us know yeah maybe we'll get lucky and a bunch of carp will wash up somewhere and it'll take care of the carp problem around here yeah there you go <laughs> that'd be like something that'd be to talk nice. about just the problem just sort of fixes itself uh <laughs> we could talk about some podcasts and stuff i think that's probably good idea. sure because I've been doing a lot of listening. Uh, I'm starting to get back into it. I've been pretty busy, so I, my depending on what I'm doing at work kind of dictates whether or not I'm going to listen to a lot of podcasts. But uh, you got your Windsor trade shows. That's like at the end of the month. Yeah, or yeah, it's coming up. It's towards the end of February, March area there. So, okay. uh, so you got like fun. so we might be a little spotty for the next couple. We might be doing an every other week deal. Yeah, we're gonna. We'll do it when we get when we get the motivation and energy because we found yeah. too, when we try to get on here and do a show and neither of us are like we're both tired and burned out, which I'm, we're, we both seem pretty spry tonight, which is cool. But sometimes we're just kind of force it and then it just you can just sort of tell that it's not. Yeah, like last week, for instance, we're getting prepped for our show and Clayton says to me, so are you into this tonight? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> I could totally tell. I was like, we could we could try to pull this off, but it's gonna be garbage. So yeah, just, it was a plan. I was like, Cause then, and then you made the comment like, I still have work to do. I was like, it's eleven o'clock or whatever it was. I was like, if he's still got work to do, this. I felt bad for you really because I know. I mean, gosh, that just seemed hard. I was like, all yeah, right, well, let, I'm, was... I'm, I'm cool with pushing it aside for the week. week, and we. We sat there and BS for like a half hour anyway. So yeah, by the time we were even ready to record, we were already talking for like forty minutes or something. Right, so right. That sort of yeah. that was part nope. of the other reason where I was like, yeah, whatever. much better disposition this week. Although it's like a mix of emotions, you know. When you have a really good weekend, like we had our with our ski trip, yeah, it's awesome because you had such a fun time. But then it sucks because then you re- make that realization on Sunday you got to go back to work. Yes. I'm somewhat lucky in that I, I don't have to go to work until four o'clock tomorrow. You stink. <clears throat> yes, that's it's nice. It's quite nice, and uh, and I feel I feel bad for Stephanie because she's like she's hurting and she <laughs> she doesn't want to have to go yeah go to work. And, and she's not it's not like she drank too much or anything. She's just tired because it was a long weekend. Like we right, cramped right. a lot of activity into a two-day period, basically. So and on the flip side, I had a very good night tonight just because I thought I broke my Keurig coffee maker, and I fixed it. So all oh, cool. is well. Yeah. Was well, speaking, of, I, I think this is a good good transition or whatever. Like we talked about, you brought up Bill Burr earlier, and like how he had a really funny episode this past week when the Patriots got knocked out of the playoffs, and it, it came out on Tuesday, right? Remember? Because he on Monday it was just like he didn't have it, and then if you listen to the previous weeks, which would be like two weeks ago tomorrow, right? That episode was awful like it was a terrible you could tell he just he was just grinding it out man like he was fighting every minute like just to just to push that episode forward you know right. like you know he says that a lot when he's doing his shows like let's let's push on or let's i haven't been funny in five minutes or blah 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 like you could just tell like he knew it sucked and he he regretted it and he even commented in last week's episode, how bad the previous episode was. Yeah, he, so he knew. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that was probably the worst podcast I've ever done. Because <laughs> when I was, I was like, this is terrible. And yeah, I think knew? I might have. I might have. I either zoned out or I stopped listening. I don't remember, but yeah, I had that problem. I noticed it too. Right. So, Pretty bad. Let's talk about um, some of the 
stuff we uh, we brought up the nerdist earlier didn't we yes um with chris hardwick that one's what pretty else? funny uh, i enjoyed Mar- the no- oh i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say mark Marin was on that one he was on uh, conan this week too yeah excellent it mm-hmm. was an excellent interview mm-hmm. i still need to i'm gonna buy that app i got it did you mm-hmm. yeah cool. I, i'll probably try to use it and I feel like I'm supporting him, I guess, helping him out. I think they're starting to pull more of the back episodes off of iTunes so he can try to make a little bit of money on them. Um, oh, good. Because, I mean, he was in uh, the New York Times, uh, and he had uh, he was mentioned in Rolling Stone, I believe, or at least on their website, and he was on Conan. Um, and they gave him quite a bit of airtime, uh, and he didn't do stand-up. He sat down. Yeah, uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He actually cut Conan off at one point. You could tell he was, like, doing his bit, and, like, it was a really funny story he was trying to share. And Conan, yeah, and Conan, Conan tried. Kind of was like, burr, 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 and he's just like, oh, just cocked right through him, you know? Right. And Conan just let him go. And he, he probably went on another two or three minutes. <laughs> it was funnier now. Well, that was a great segment. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, the only, the only podcast I had to offer this week was the Norm MacDonald on Tom Green. I enjoyed that. A lot because yeah, those... that was where they're both from Canada, right? Yes, yeah, so they had a lot of stuff in common. They actually grew up very close. Actually, you know what? Let's uh, let's take one more last break before we finish this out, Clayton. Sounds good. We'll jump right back into that. Okay, right back. Bye. Those two guys, I guess they grew up very close to each other, so they were friends, I guess, early on, and had a lot to talk about Canadian stuff. So yeah, they, well, that was really funny because they're trying to alienate the audience because they do that at the same place they record all the um, Smodcast stuff, so like the Kevin Smith, right? And that's funny because he's they do it in front of a live audience, so they're just like, and it to me it seemed like there was probably maybe a twelve people there. Did you pick up on that? Like, they're probably the audience was pretty weak. Like, I, I assumed, yeah, it was pretty small. Well, I mean, in general, know. that theater I don't think fits more than fifty or sixty people in it, or something like that. Maybe top, maybe maybe more than that. I don't know for sure, but uh, yeah, I got a kick out of that because I think they gave beer out at one point. Maybe that <laughs> I just think Norm, I just think Norm Macdonald's hilarious, and he's he comes off as such a. He he seems like he's kind of spaced out all the time, but but you know you hear him in this interview. He's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. He's got a heck of a memory. Yeah, and he he doesn't get enough credit for the work he did on SNL. I think some people didn't like his tone or like his I don't his, his maybe like his pace, his comedy pace. You know what I mean? I, and I think that he was genius, and, and he's yeah. kind of dirty and in in a in a clean way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense at all, uh, yeah, he's he's excellent, man. And that was a that was a good episode. Hey, you know what? He hasn't come out with one in two or three weeks, so yep, he's to, due. Yeah, I, 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 I'm curious to know where he's at on that. But um, yeah, speaking of the Smodcast stuff, uh, one of the things I put on here that I wanted to talk about was Twitter. Um, we're both on there now, and I, I'm actually I never thought I would. I thought it was kind of silly, but I wanted to check it out just because it's getting a lot. I mean, it's been getting buzzed for, what, two and a half, three years now. Right. Um, maybe even a little longer than that. Uh, I enjoy it. Like, I, I found a lot of good people to follow. Um, and they kind of, you get, uh, you might hear about something and read read a tweet or, or someone will tweet, like, a, a link to a news story. And then, like, the next day, some story will break where it's, like, on the, maybe the front page on Yahoo!, and you'll be like, yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter yesterday. You just sort of get this feeling of being connected, like you're you're plugged in. And uh, I actually direct message to Mark Marin when his 
uh, Droid application came out because he has an iPhone app for access to his uh, like episodes, uh, and uh, you know, not that you can, you can get them on iTunes for free, obviously, but he also has some premium episodes and stuff that you can get if you buy his application. It's like ninety nine cents um, or whatever it is. But he had his application come out on the Android, and since you and I both have Droid phones or whatever, I I was like pretty excited to hear. Oh, if he's getting a Droid app, I'm a fan. I'll pay for it. You know, I'll help support him. And I direct message him because he I would listen to the episode and he said. Uh, my droid app should be coming out within the next few hours. So I just went to the marketplace and looked for it and it was up and I bought it and direct message him on there. Hey, I just got the WTF pod app for my droid. And he, within seven minutes, seven minutes later, he, he tweeted to his fans that the droid app was available or, or so I hear. So I assume maybe it had something to do with me. Very maybe good. Maybe, maybe I'm taking credit where credit isn't due, but I was impressed by that. I was like, holy – I think he – I think because I direct message him, like it went right to him. And seven minutes later, he tweeted that the Droid app was available, and that was his first mention that it was out there. So I thought that was pretty sweet. That is cool. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't used it as much. I haven't yet. I, I guess maybe because I'm just not following the right people. I'm not really using following anybody at this point. I'm, I guess when I joined it, I'm so used to the way Facebook worked. I thought it would be similar, but it is different. It's 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 its own beast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, sure ge- I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. See, and I got the tweet today about Jack Lalane dying. Like, who knew? Right? There you go. Just today. Um, but I, I follow like Kevin Smith and 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 a bunch of other comedians, Pat Oswalt, like Mark Maron, Bill Burr is on here. Um, I follow like the New York Times, the Huffington Post, um, Jason Goff from the Score. So if you're a Bears fan or sports fan, Chicago sports fan, Jason Goff's a good one to follow. Uh, it's like Jay Goff six seventy. Uh, he's been <laughs> tweeting all day because of the Bears game. Um, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Um, Very good. Yeah, I, I didn't a, have much to. Uh, I, I just got a tweet from Chris Harris from the NFL. He's the Bear safety who played hurt today, by the way, with right. the the strained hip or whatever it was. Or uh, it said, "I will defend my QB all day. He was injured and couldn't go. No one on our team questions his toughness. Point blank, he's a tough sob." Nice. And that was retweeted by uh, Jason Goff. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, so to wrap up the uh, the Bears thing again, but yeah, I don't have any apps or anything really to add this week. Actually, I'm searching all week. I'm trying to find uh, a good podcast listening app for the Droid phones. Obviously, if you've got a iPhone, you're set because you've got iTunes, so you're synced up with the uh, our show with that or any other podcast. You can find anything you want that way so but if you have a droid phone and you want to listen to podcasts i am not sure what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. so when i find out i will let everybody know other than like trying you know buying an application for each whatever podcast if they have them i yeah. don't know I haven't, I haven't looked into it at all we're probably it's like the www thing someone's gonna be like you already have one on your phone idiot yeah you know i don't <laughs> think so though i've been i don't think so this. either it's just the <laughs> It could be one of them things. Yeah, I've I've found some on here that you have to pay for. They're like seven bucks. I just feel like I shouldn't have to do that. So, so you you can listen to podcasts, but how do you you just? I basically just am looking for something that works just like iTunes, where right. Uh, well, that's basically what I'm looking for. Something that if you know the um. The what you call it the uh, what's the mapping the RSS feed. If you know the feed, then you can sync up with it and then just get the oh just, I see because that's how iTunes works. Like with our broadcast, right. we just gave them our RSS feed and then right. they're connected it, through that and they get updated via right. the feed. Right. So it uses our host to link users to wherever our our information is stored. Right. 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 So, so yeah. We'll see. I'll keep people updated on that because right. uh, I'm sure other people with droids might be interested. Yeah. Hey, and one other thing. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think I really. I did get the um, 
speaking of apps, I got the Super Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl app. That's pretty cool. I showed you that. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. It worked perfectly right. in all respects. It looked good. I just can't get used to the The actual gameplay is hard because your thumb sometimes covers up your player and it gets yeah. a little goofy. And but... I, I know you say you can do it, but I have a hard time doing diagonal <laughs> movements on that thing. Yeah, sometimes my thumb like would slide away from the directional pad like kind of because it's on the touch screen and it's just awkward. But just to hear the music from it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great game. I, I logged a lot of time playing that game when I was I, little. I think everybody has. And I did <laughs> want to mention, um, before we wrap it up, I think we're getting close, right, John? Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should wrap it up. Um, we, uh, or we remember Candy, iCandy Graphics and Design. She did our logo that, uh, for us, if you guys like that. If any, any of you people don't know or whatever, she's pretty good with the graphics and stuff like that, but she's got a special going. Did you see that? The entrepreneur special were for websites and um, web design and, and any other media that you might need. So um, a good price to help you build a website. She said she was doing a website for a mayoral candidate in Colorado city. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. She's got five websites lined up, so she's actually kind of busy, but um, I just wanted to give her a shout out because I don't know. She's, she's, you know, a young person trying to. And she's awesome at snowboarding. She is awesome at snowboarding and she's good <laughs> at teaching it. She, she helped me. She made it. So I actually felt for at least a, a little moment. And I know she'll probably listen to this for a little moment. Like I actually knew what I was doing and then I fell down again. And then <laughs> the gas tank was on E and she had the exact same, like the, the perfect thing to do when she knew I was burnt. Cause I was completely tired. Cause I had skied for most of the day and then I decided to put on a snowboard and I didn't ski my butt off either because I was tired just from that and you know I'd gone up enough times you know eight or ten times and came down you know skied the long runs or whatever and then finally I was like pretty tired and then I got to I decided to strap on the snowboard and try that out for size and that stuff is hard but she right when she could tell I was completely burnt she's like well let's just sit on the snowboard and slide down and I was like what do you mean she's like you know just sit on it like a sled and I was like okay <laughs> I was like, I think I could do that. Actually. That looked like fun. I saw you guys it buzzing by. That was awesome. Freaking blast! And <laughs> you, what, you go balls out, and the the cool part is you're already sitting on the ground basically. So if you wipe, as long as you don't hit a tree or someone else, you're probably not going to hurt yourself. <laughs> you <laughs> know what cool. I mean? Yeah. yeah, it was really nice. I was, I was, I was just when she said that, I was like, oh good, I'm glad because I was getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> and we went down. And I was like, oh my god. This is awesome. And we were flying too. So I guess you can get in trouble for that though, she said. Yeah, that was a pretty cool part. You're, you're Devil pretty said was the... pretty laid back. They didn't really enforce anything. So No. You're, it was pretty much like a run if if you do that you're a runaway train. You're just you're gonna go until you stop. Like you yep, could put I your could feet see that. hands out, but uh yeah, I didn't have the proper gloves for breaking on my snowboard either, using my hands to break because I had like fleece gloves on, you know, not like the nice waterproof ones and like oh, the snow was yeah. just like mashed into the uh fleece. You know what I mean? And you had to have be freezing, man. No. No. Weren't your I hands had, like frozen? No, I had um I had glove liners on. I had okay. the smart wool liners on underneath them, so they were actually I never had I wasn't cold at all. My it was like what was it, like six degrees out? Yeah, it was it was really cold. And, and at night, by the time you guys, by what, 8 or 9 at night, when you guys came in, 9.30 or whatever it was, like it was already below zero, wasn't it? Uh, it had to be because, yeah, we all basically basically agreed that it, we had enough. It was just too cold. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, well, that's yeah. probably a good time to take her home. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to her because she, you know, we did our eye candy commercials, actually. <laughs> Those actually, that one read that you did in one of our first episode uh, was really good. It was like you, you'd done it before. You know what I mean? Like you're a pro. Oh, well, I thank you. Was, I, when I listened to it, I was like, holy smokes, this guy actually, he's, he, it's like you've done, you know how like when you listen to this car <laughs> and they're like doing like the Chevy. Uh, cartoon, yeah, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Not cartoon, what the hell is that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I spent some cartoon. time there at the beginning and then. I don't know what happened. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> All right, I think we, we we I think I think I'm comfortable with calling in an episode. What do you say? 
Sure. All right. The birds and the bees. Yes. Look out. Yeah, and let us know if you've seen any bands of animals drop dead. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll see you later. With that, bye. Bye. Oh, wait. www.ivypod.com. Or, or ivypod.com. Or, or what did I say? You said www. No, yeah, ivypod.com. And <laughs> yeah. Um, mail at ivypod.com or all that. Yeah. yeah. www. Birds dying. Bye. <laughs> We're out. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about sex. Uh, what? Your, 